Hello and welcome to Blaze Body. It is Thursday, the 30th of March. My name's Ben. On the line is Andrew. How's it going today, mate? All right, mate. How's yourself? Not too bad, thank you. Pretty uh, pretty tired. The, the sort of adrenaline of having another small child in the house has worn off a little bit. But yeah, we're doing all right, mate. We're doing all right. Thank you very You're much. You're doing all right. Yeah, yeah back to uh, yeah, the, the football anyway, take your mind off it. Exactly. Well, yeah, I mean... I looked at the fixture list. I was like, obviously we've got Norwich on Saturday. I'm thinking, I know yeah. we've got Burnley away, but who else have we got to play away this season? There's only nine games left. I was like, Hang on, there's hardly any yeah. games left. What's going on? I don't know. This and most um... of them at home. Most mm-hmm. of them, like, I think, what five of them at home? I think. I believe you're Was right. Six? Yeah. It's at least five. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah. we've got a few postponed, haven't we? With yeah, the, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's five because the four are Birmingham away, Huddersfield, Birmingham, uh, Burnley, Burnley, and Norwich. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, this is going to be a fairly short podcast. We're going to talk about that Norwich game, a, a quick preview of that one. Uh, and then we're going to look ahead to uh, Man City in the Cup semi final as well, um, in a slightly off the wall way, which is basically, yeah, we're going to, we're going to have a think about um, ways that we can even the odds against Man City and give yeah. ourselves a, a fighting chance. But first of all, it is, of course, the international break. Uh, it seems like most people have come back unscathed, but there was obviously um, uh, a, a photo of Daniel Jebison on mm. crutches, which uh, he's, I, I haven't heard any official news on this, but he wasn't in the squad for yeah. the subsequent under-20 games. So, yeah, that doesn't look good, does it? I Yeah, I mean, Eckenbottom, obviously, with press conference today, he probably already said it for some people listening to this, to be honest, mm. but... The fact he wasn't included whatsoever in the squad suggests that he is actually injured. Yeah, and uh, crutches. And obviously, I, I don't want to speculate. Obviously, with these ridiculous rumours going around about Ben Osborne, obviously we'll hopefully get some clarification on that as well because that just seems a bit odd. Mm. Indeed. Uh, yeah, Jefferson's that's a pretty pretty big loss really if he's going to be out for a yeah. period of time. Yeah, he's, he's struggled to stay fit this season, hasn't he? Um, mm. Yes, yeah. yes. Would have got. I mean, as it. obviously the thing. The, We've got two main strikers now, McBurney and Sharp, but Asula's going to have to, you know, chip in, even if it's just off the bench. Mm, indeed. Um, what? Anything else that particularly caught your eye with this international break? You said you watched the you watched England under twenty ones the other night, didn't you? Yeah, I thought Doyle played really, really well in that game. Doyle played in that sort of holding role that he's been doing for us, the, the Norwood role, if you like it. I thought we were really good. England were pretty unlucky to lose, actually. Mm. Defended terribly against Croatia. This is. Um, and I, but I was really impressed with him. I thought him and Palmer were probably the best two players on the pitch. Um, and then McAtee came on for the last 10, but the game had pretty much gone by then. You know, he, he, he didn't really, you know, add that much to it. But it was good to see. I think he only played one out of the two as well. And I think there's only, I think, there's only Anel and Endai who's actually played both games this international break. Even Egan, when he came on as a sub. In, in yeah, the first I know. I can't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was contractually obliged to start every game. Yeah, Endai. Yeah. First international goal. Uh, mm. What a goal it was as well. Absolutely yeah. brilliant first-time finish. Um, yeah. He got an assist as well in that game, I think. I'm pretty sure he was man of the match. So, yeah, his his stock continues to rise. You know, he's playing playing alongside Sadio Mane there, not not yeah. in, instead of Mane. So he's not like Mane's being rested or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, he played, I think he played 90 and about 85. Um, so, yeah, quite a lot of minutes, but... Yeah, great, great to see. As I say, his stock just continues to rise. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome to see just another step on his development and how far he's come in eighteen months or so. 
And as you said, I, I didn't watch the game, but like you said, I've seen a few people say we're one of the match and stuff. And I, we, I mentioned about two, three pods ago, something like that, saying he's still fantastic. He's not playing quite at his best, but he's still fantastic. And I think Sunderland, Blackburn, and by the sounds of it, the international games, he is very much, you know, he's back at his peak, which is obviously fantastic news. He's undoubtedly the most important player for us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Ishmael Koulibaly makes his uh, full mm. debut for Mali as well, which was nice mm. to see. Um and then, do you want to just talk about the Norway manager briefly? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I could be wrong here, but his comments, if anyone had heard, he basically said Bergen needs to move. And he said, it's nothing to do with Sheffield United as a club, it's to do with the football played in the championship, which is just outrageous. And I think this is my own personal opinion, is this this guy used to manage in the championship with Wolves and were awful. Solbakken, isn't it? Solback, yeah. It were awful. I think they were 18th with a real. I think the, the squad, what the season after won the league or whatever. I know they brought a few people in and stuff, but he were he were a bad manager for him basically. And I think very much like uh, Skinner off the Simpsons. It's it's like was my tactics wrong? No, it's the championship that was wrong. <laughs> so I, I love think it. He's like got, got this idea in his head that the championship is some sort of kick and rush, you know, thing that's not going to suit someone like Berger. And it is a bit more physical, obviously, but there's not many teams who play hoofball. In the championship, it's a really good standard. Yeah, not really. I mean, yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I don't think. Um, I, I, I just think that's incredibly short-sighted to think that mm. you know Berger's uh, games where he's underperformed is because he's the other team have been too physical or too big or anything like that. I just, yeah. That's not what I'm seeing at all. He's just. I don't think there's been games where he's been bullied. I think he's just not played well at times. And mm. yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just think with the Norway manager, it's like, I, I know Haaland's injured at the moment. And maybe, um, I don't know if Erdegaard played in these as well. But the point is, you've got Haaland and uh, Erdegaard, two of like, the best players in the Premier League. When was yeah. the last time Norway made a major tournament? Like They've expanded these tournaments yeah. to allow basically every team in Europe to qualify. <laughs> and this yeah. guy somehow can't with a cheat I, code it, of a striker. It, it, amazes me that he's still the manager. I looked at his record and he's done all right in certain leagues and stuff, but when he's ever like done you've gone to like a what you class as an elite league and I even include the championship in that. I think the championship is probably in the what, six, seven, eight best leagues in the world. Yeah. Um he's failed. So my advice to Norway's Burger is don't listen to this man and my advice to Norway is get a new manager. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Apologies if we have any Norwegian listeners and I've just come in with like the most sort of you know, a badly thought out take possible. Maybe, maybe but... that's true, yeah. I mean, maybe that is true. I'm not an expert on Norwegian football, but I I do think that you can't just say this guy should not be, he shouldn't be playing the standard of football uh, that the championship is producing because the championship football is better than most leagues that his players are playing in. Yeah, and uh, he's probably playing more football for us than he would if he'd... And, he's, and let's be honest, if he really is thinking that, Berger wouldn't be here if someone had put a bid in for him, mm-hmm. like a decent bid. So it's not like Sheffield United are just saying, no, we're not selling him for any price. He will not be going anywhere. We've not we've not received a bid that's warranted us even considering selling him. So maybe you should be thinking about why that is rather than, you know, you know, there's a reason he's in the championship and it's because he's not really delivered to the point of United, you know, feel like they need to sell him for the money that's been offered so far. Yep. Quite well put. Uh, I think that's everyone right from an international point of view. I think uh, I think Ireland were a bit unlucky against um, France, weren't they? Or they, or they played well against yeah, France. Yeah, I didn't see it, but... Yeah, something like uh, 
Mbappe has only had two games without a shot on target in like the last two years or something. And yeah, they're against England yeah. and Ireland. So yeah, decent effort, but uh, nothing to yeah. it. I don't think Adam Davis played for Wales today. No, I know. No, I didn't. They were back up. They've had a couple of good results as well, though. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm a massive sort of, I don't, I don't know if hypocrite is the right term, actually, but. So when the World Cup's on, as I said before, I'm really behind England. I love international football. I love World Cup. I think World Cup is the best sporting event for me. Anyway, I think that is the best sporting event you know, in the world. But when it comes to qualifiers and stuff like this, I have no interest. <laughs> I like sort of half-watch the England matches, but I weren't... But in fact, I missed the Italy game, but I, I weren't bothered. You know what I mean? I was on my phone, sort of not really paying that much attention. And it's weird how you... Once the tournament starts, I do get caught up in it. Yeah, I... Uh... I, I did pay attention to these two qualifiers and enjoyed them, but um, now that they've won them both, it's it's basically going to be a cakewalk for England for the rest of the way. So I yeah. imagine my interest will actually be But it's quite a watchable England team at the moment. You know, Saka's an absolute delight. Mm. Oh, Bell- yeah. Bellingham's yeah. tremendous to watch. You know, Kane just keeps doing what Kane does. So yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I enjoyed watching. Oh yeah, you should probably mention that he's not a United player, but the man who was booed onto the pitch three weeks ago is now the record <laughs> England goal scorer. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, I was trying to remember who booed him onto the pitch. It was, it was just, it was just you. Yeah. Well, yeah, just me, yeah. Now, I think <laughs> it was like, a lot of people were booing him. Like, Harry Kane, boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was the international break. We've got Norwich on Saturday. Just, a, I guess, mm. a, a quick preview of that. Do you want to think back to the previous meeting first as a starting point? Because that was a, a wild, match. wild old game, that one, wasn't it? Yeah, I reckon that arguably the turning point as well. We'd obviously, I think we that was our sixth game without a win. I think in that mm. in that spell, and I think then we went to West Brom the week after. And well, I think that's right. And that second half, I think you know, turned us around a little bit because we did play well in that second half, uh, despite the fact that they could have won it obviously with the uh, the penalty. Um, but we could have yeah. won it with McBurney's header right at the end as well. Really, really, really good game of football that between what I thought were two teams who would have definitely finished top six, and I still think that both teams will finish top six. Mm. Yeah, you're right. We uh, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, we've gone five games without a win um, mm. prior to that Norwich game, and obviously went went two nil down early doors. With uh, Adam Davis was in goal because um, Fodringham had got sent off against Blackpool. Yeah, Davis. Uh, yeah, completely botched the. He booted it against Pookie, right? Am, am I yeah, booted it against Pookie, and it just went straight in there. Yeah, and then obviously I think it was Arnell made an error, and Pookie got another one, um, and Pretty it looked like. Game, yeah, and it was like, this is bad. And then, to be fair, we we all changed did it from Grant Anley uh, for no reason booting Billy Sharp. <laughs> yeah, it got us very riled up. And, yeah, Osborne and McBurney both scored. That, uh, I was about to say, that, that was one of the games. We, we, for, for very little reason, we rested McBurney and Ndai. And they both came on and massively changed the game. Obviously, McBurney scored and Ndai were, once again, brilliant. Yeah, I was, I was going to mention this. Yeah, the team that we put out um, that day is... I mean, it, it was it's pretty pretty good, but it's not as, it wasn't our strongest team. Obviously, Davis in goal, you know, Fodringham is a step mm. up from him. Yeah, Brewster and Sharp starting up front with um, yeah. you know McTee in behind them, and that was very early doors McTee as well at that point. I was you know one yeah, of the first couple yeah. of starts. Osborne at left wing back as well. So fair to say we'll have a um, Owen Fleck in central midfield as well for that one. Fair to say we'll have a much stronger team. Wow, well, I think Basham played left centre back in this game actually. Yeah, yeah, that's I right. I completely yeah. missed that. Yeah. Okay, yes. So we'll, we'll definitely have a stronger team out. We should have won this game. I know Pookie missed that late penalty, um, mm. and then McBurney had a, a header that he really should have buried, shouldn't he? But Gunn unfortunately saved it. Um, 
as for whether these will make the playoffs, I think I think you're probably right. They are a good team, but they are uh, looking at the stats. They are a notch below Luton and Borough, for example, that we've played recently. Um, Infogol reckons they're the ninth best team so far, but yeah, they they, they are a Which good is team. Weird. Because you look at the team on paper, and it's not that much different from the team that got promoted yeah. uh, last time out. I do look at their squad. It's like weirdly, you like you look at Blackburn when we played them, and you think not really much there to worry is. And then to be fair, they absolutely deserve to win and give us a massive uh, in the league and give us a massive scare in the cup. Mm. I do look at these and I think, well, this is going to be tough. But then reading what I have been doing on the Norwich forum, I've not got a view together just a view from just together just yet. But they really are down in the dumps a lot. I tell you, from what I've read, most of them don't think they're going to get in the playoffs. And I've just listened to uh, Chad's interview uh, with one of the Norwich fans on Red Off Sheffield, and they were really, you know, downbeat as well. So maybe a good time to play him. I don't know. I think it is a good time to play him, um, largely because of a couple of players that are missing. So our mate Kieran Dell, very, uh, you know, a, a popular figure, I'd say, from our promotion season. Uh, it's been having yeah, a. Yeah. It's been having an excellent season for them. He is... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's second in the whole championship in expected assists per 90. He's in the top 10 for chances created per 90, but he's not going to play in this one. He's still injured. Um, Onel Hernandez, who we've come up against time and time again for these. As you say, there's a lot of consistency between Norwich's lineup and our lineup, and there'll be... I imagine, you know, when the players get on the pitch, be like, oh, bloody hell, you're still here, <laughs> looking at yeah, the uh, yeah, opposite yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Hernandez has also had another good season, but he's also supposed to be injured. So I think getting to play them at a time where they haven't got two of their chief creators is very handy. And as you said, they've been struggling a little bit in recent weeks. They did win at Millwall, but they've lost at home to Norwich. They drew away at Huddersfield. And lost at home to Norwich? <laughs> Sorry, what did I say? <laughs> Lost at home to Sunderland. Like, yeah. Hey, Paul Ackerman used to play for Norwich, by the way, which I didn't know until I, know I started either. getting some views. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the, one of them says, I can't stand Sheffield United, but fair play to our former backup left-back for what he's done there. I hope they go up so we don't have to see him again next year. And then another one says, we could quite conceivably spank them 3-1. Is that a spank? I mean, I don't want to get, you know... I wouldn't consider I that a spanking. Here, but yeah, is that, I don't know. Can you spank I, someone 3-1? I think you need at least four goals and a, a margin of three victory for it to be classed as yeah. a spanking, I would say. 3-1 is yeah. not a spanking. Yeah, so three, no, so, no, I'm not having that. No, I think it's weird. <laughs> we've, we've had obviously some sort of weird rivalry with Norwich, I think, and I think that the guy who was on uh, Red Off with Chad said exactly the same. They, he said like he sees this almost as their local derby because they aren't in the league or anything like that. Mm. And I don't think we see it like that. But at the same time, there is a bit of spice there because we've had so many battles with them in terms of obviously the promotion when we both went up. And then mm. the first season in the Premier League where they were bottom, we were ninth and we were giving it there. And then we came down, they went up. You know what I mean? It's been quite a, a few runnings with them. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I feel less. I'm, I'm sort of less bothered about them now that they've, yeah. they've changed manager. I guess uh, it's mm. Wagner, yeah, now, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas yeah. Um, I know Dean Smith doesn't have like you know he wasn't the Norwich manager during the sort of uh, take your time time wasting yeah. era. But yeah. we obviously have previous with Dean Smith, and he's he's another one that we associate with like you know promotion and relegation. I guess so. I felt like there was a little bit of needle there. Whereas mm. yeah, I, I don't know if we've, we've Cross paths with uh, Wagner before. That's a good question, Wagner. actually. Yeah, because he'll have been. Obviously, they went up the year. Yeah, I don't think we will have because they went up the year we came up mm. uh, from League One, 
And then I think we replaced them, didn't we? Because obviously two seasons late, based it up the first season and then came down. And then I think we, yeah, I think, yeah, I, yeah, I think it's the first time we've up against him. <clears throat> I think what they're saying is it's not really changed all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he probably is a better manager than Dean Smith. Obviously, we've talked about him <laughs> many a time on here. And I think any Norwich fans listening will probably, yeah, they'll probably agree that Dean Smith is probably not a great manager. Mm. Pookie is still the main threat for them. Uh, yes. Sits in the top fifteen in the championship for XG per ninety and shots per ninety. So, yeah, it's it's going to be a hard game. It's you know I I know I just said like it's a good time to play them. I, I, mm-hmm. I think both those things are true. I'll take a point because I think it's one of our hardest games. Obviously, there's going to be shocks along the way, but you look at it on paper: Norwich, Burnley, and West Brom are the three games. I think Norwich and Burnley actually the the only two games because I think Nor- I think we have better odds than Norwich for, for some reason in this game. I think that's right. Mm. Um, and I think that and Burnley will be the only two games this season we've sort of been expected maybe not to win. Yeah, we are thirteen points above them in the table. That's probably yeah, yeah with yeah, with yeah. A, having played a game less than them as well. So, but like I say, I take a point because it'll keep us in second, and we've still got that game in hand and stuff. So I do think Middlesbrough will be Uddersfield, and I've been saying this for a while, and I hope I'm wrong, but I do think Middlesbrough will probably overtake us at one point. But I I also think we'll probably overtake them again. Yeah, I, I quite like our, our last sort of four or five games particularly. Um, yeah, I think you win win this, and it it moves the needle on us. Yeah. Getting promoted to a really high point. I, I yeah. really, yeah, I would only have Burnley left as like a worrying game, I think, for the rest of the season. Um, mm. And like you, a point would be perfectly acceptable, I think. And um, yeah, just, yeah. just take that one off. Eight games to go, you're still in second place. Wigan um, next, obviously. I mean, again, you don't, you never know. This time of season, bad, uh, big results, weird results mm. come flying up. And obviously, Leeds. You know, the very same day as we're going to be playing Wigan for Good Friday, obviously drop points. Or were it, good, were it Saturday they played? I can't remember now. But yeah. uh, the season we went up, so things can happen. But you do think if you can get, if you can get away with something from Norwich, then you go into the Wigan game and it's looking good again. Yes, please. Um, right, should we uh, talk Man City? To, to yeah. So I, I set you an exercise, uh, which I hope is going to be fun. I'm going to call this evening the odds against Manchester City. Obviously, that's who we're playing in the FA Cup semi-final. I think, as we touched on last week, we're very big underdogs. What we're like sixteen to one, which seems quite short odds, to be honest. I think yeah, I, yeah, I would probably yeah. have set that a lot higher. Maybe, uh, yeah. maybe the bookies are factoring in the probability of um, a change team for Man City with the big games that got either side of the semi-final. Mm. Um, so, what I wanted to do is have a little bit of fun and try and think like. How can we even the odds in this game? How can we, how can we uh, hypothetically get a bookmaker down from sixteen to one to where it's a much closer fight, a fairer fight, if you like? Yeah. What I don't yeah. want to do here is I'm not trying to make us favourites. I'm not trying to say Man City can only play like one player or something like that. <laughs> I'm trying to get I'm trying to get closer to parity. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get closer to parity, kind of like a golf handicap, basically. Like what what yeah. unique conditions or unique rule set would we have yeah. to impose on this game to get to a point where a bookie a bookmaker would go like evens? I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. sure which side is actually going to win this one. Um, and obviously, I mean, I don't know, if, I don't, I don't know what you're going to pick, but I've gone, a little, I've gone, gone very surreal in one of them. But I, I've, you have to go outside the box. You can't, you yes. know what I mean? It's got to be whatever we're going to say here is not going to happen. Basically, I no, imagine. no, no. I'm, I'm looking at like I, I love stuff like this, like thinking about um, you know rule rule tweaks to sport and you know what, yeah, what yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. carnage it would throw. But yeah, I'm looking for like a unique rule set, not just the sort of half their team is injured or anything like that. I, I yeah. want 
like some kind of uh, rule or handicap that we can impose that would make it an, an even mm. game. Do you want to? Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with one that the first thing that I thought of is we are allowed to play any players that have played for us in the last twenty years. <laughs> so okay. not in the prime as they are now. So okay. everyone that has played, so we can't say have prime Michael Brown, you know what I mean, or anything like that. They've got to be still playing. They've got to be playing as they are now. So the team that I come up with, and people might disagree with this team, I've got Ramsdale in goal. Could have Henderson. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I suppose Ramsdale's stocks high at the moment. Carl Walker, obviously, uh, right wing back. Oh, interesting. So you, steal, you steal Carl Walker from Man City. Exactly. You so steal a Carl Walker. Interesting, yeah. I've, uh, I've gone for Max Lowe at left wing backs because I don't. Th- I can't think of anyone else who displays him, really. Um you know, because I think he's going to have to play, or, or even Jack Robinson or Andy Stevens, any of them. Hmm. My three in defence is a bit harsh on Egan, this. I've dropped Egan because I've got Aaron Maguire left centre-back, Connor oh, Cody as the centre-back, and then an L, which oh, is quite solid, really, this is, isn't this it? This is good, yeah. This is a better team than I thought it was going to be when you started, yeah. I was thinking, like, I'm not sure yeah. that Phil Jagielka starting in this game. No, no, no. I mean, some people might say they don't want Maguire starting, but I think Maguire I think we definitely is better want than Egan, realistically. Yeah, so. No offence, Egan. Yeah, uh, I've got like, sort of two in midfield, which is the players who already play for us at the moment, like either Berg, Norwood or Doyle, whichever one you pick in, two out of the three. And then this is where it gets a bit exciting. Uh, I've gone for sort of Gibbs, White and Endai, just behind Dominic Calvert-Lewin up front. It's not bad. So Man City, I still think City are favourites. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah definitely still favourites, but it's a better team. Definitely a better team. It certainly would bring the odds down. Man City presumably have to keep the same lineup, uh, but obviously they don't have Cal Walker. Hmm. Yeah, I like it. I like you it. You could have Che Adams on the bench as well. Uh, yeah, if, you know if you wanted to. God, um, I think place. that team. I think that team survives in the Premier League. Yeah, I'd, I'd give us a I'd give us a fighting chance in a in a one off game, particularly with that defense. Actually, that's uh, yeah, that's yeah. With the defense, and I think Gibbs White and Dive behind a fit Calvert Lewin is is pretty good, even for Premier League standards. Absolutely. Um, so I've got a few I've got a few team based ones as well. Mm. Uh, let me let me try this one. No one. How about if no one who's played at Wembley before can play in Ooh. this game? So yeah. we lose. Let me just get this right. We we actually haven't had many players in in our squad play at Wembley. Um, no, uh, Deadbat Son Zedbat uh, yes. mentioned this, didn't he? Pre uh, pre Blackburn, he, I think there were only five. I think that's right. I think that's only only five. So, far. so we we put out. Yeah. We would be able to put out close to our strongest team. Obviously, Man City would be decimated. It would be. Uh, play, <laughs> it would be players they've signed this season, uh, and even yeah, then they might have played in like yeah. the. Um, uh, Community Shield or something. Charity Shield, it, yeah, because yeah. played in the Charity Shield, yeah. So it yeah. would be a, it would be a youth t- a youth team for Man City, still a very good youth team, <laughs> mind. Um, and yeah. maybe maybe there's the odd person here that's somehow not played at Wembley in their squad. But it would be close to our strongest team, except no Norwood, which is obviously a big deal. He played for mm. Fulham. No Adam Davies, he's played for Barnsley. No ah, Wes Fodringham, who's played for Swindon ooh. at Wembley. Jordan Asima. I, miss I, where think, I think you're looking at Jake, Jake Eastwood, right? Jordan Amis has probably played. Oh, of course, Jake Eastwood. Well, yeah, how, how do I forget Jake Legend, club legend Jake Eastwood? So, uh... so it's Man City's youth team slash reserves against close to our strongest team. You're probably going to have to start Fleck and Osborne in central midfield and you're going to mm. have to start Jake Eastwood in goal. Do you do you think that tips the balance too much? Or yeah, you... I, I think we might win that because okay. I don't... 
Because even the best Man City under twenty one players will have played at Wembley. You'd have thought with the, you know with the England under twenty ones. Let's uh, let, let's remove it, remove internationals. Let's forget internationals. Just club, okay, all just right, club, all just right. club Wembley appearances. Uh, this is a little bit like one of mine actually, which I'll come on to next. But I think we might do that. You know, mm, definitely. Yeah, maybe it tips the scale too far, but certainly gets us back down towards uh, towards a fairer fight. I think. What, what else mm-hmm. have you got? Uh, this is one I've said. You can only play players who did not appear in the World Cup, the last World Cup. Ooh. So we've obviously missed out on Endai. We can have Adam Davis if you want, because he never actually played. True. So I've actually got the Man City team that I think they put out. So they have. So could could our team minus Endai beat this team? So we've got Scott Carson in goal. Yeah. There's a. Uh, Cabrore is uh, on loan at Marseille. Uh, oh, by the way, this sorry, uh, little simple, they're allowed to bring the loan players back because okay, otherwise yeah, they won't right. have a team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're allowed to bring it. They're allowed to, yeah, uh, Fiona, Ferone, who plays at Blackpool, obviously. Uh, what's his name? Harwood. Harwood Bell. Oh, come on. Oh, Harwood Bellis. Yeah. Uh, plays, uh, but yeah, plays for Burnley. And uh, and Doyle, who's on loan at Coventry centre half. This is where it gets to be good. Obviously, they're bringing Tommy Doyle and James McAtee back. Of course. So they've yeah. got Doyle spicy. Mac- I like that. Yeah. So they've got Doyle, McAtee and Cole Palmer in the midfield and then a front three of Liam Delap, uh, Riyad Mahrez and uh, Haaland. Oh, God. So they keep Haaland. <laughs> you, you, you were talking me into it, though. I was thinking, yeah, we'll, we'll have them. But if they've still got Haaland, I, that's good. I that, don't that's good. It, I like that. Is Palmer, Doyle and McAtee a better midfield than what we'd put out, which would probably be yes. Norwood, Flack and Berger? It is, yes. Yeah. I, I... And obviously up front, you've still got Mahrez and Haaland. That, I mean, the defence... He's looking a little bit, you know. I mean, obviously the guy at Burnley is doing really well at the moment, and uh, this Cabrera is probably doing uh, well at Marseille. I think he's like his transfer market value like ten million or something. So mm. I still think we'd lose. <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably right. Champ- championship defense, Premier League midfield, uh, world class attack, isn't it? Well, yeah, Mahrez yeah. and Ireland up front with like Liam Delap. Yeah, Scott Carson. I don't know what he's what he's like as a goalkeeper anymore. 37 now. Well, so. I was going to have Zach Steffen, but obviously he was in the World Cup. He played for uh, America, didn't he? Oh, blimey, yeah. Great shout. Um, so, yeah. Some more, like, some rules-based ones now. Like, do, mm. do you think it, if City had to start an outfield player in goal, do you think do you think that impacts their odds of winning very much? I mean, obviously it does a bit. In goal. He did, didn't he, for about 15 minutes or a match once. I think so. If, if, you knew, if you knew that Man City had to play an outfield player in goal for the entire game, so it's still 11 v 11, but they yeah. have to pick a non-goalkeeper to play in goal, how do you feel about our chances? I, I still think we'd lose because the the, the, the difficulty of against, particularly Man City, is getting the ball off them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, realistically, we're going to have about... What fifteen percent possession? I don't think I'm even like being exaggerating by that. We might so for every get, time you get, might the get ball, five shots if we're lucky. Yeah, possibly. I mean, corners would be massive. You've got to put the corners in at the key. Throw-ins, long get, throws. Like, Jackie long throws. Long throws, Jackie long throw, massive in this game. Yeah, but I still think we'd lose because I don't think it really. Uh, the attacking side of things is not really what I'm worried about. If you know what I mean, I don't mm. think we'll score against them, but. The big worry is what they're doing at the other end. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I think you could, yeah, I, I still think we'd lose. Obviously, the odds would go down slightly, but I don't think it'd be that that's I, so bad, isn't it? But, yeah. I know, I know. I don't mean this to sound like, oh, there's, we've got absolutely no chance. There's no point in going to this game. I, I, I just thought this is like a fun exercise of like, what would you need to tweak to try and get it to yeah. an, an even game? So on, on a, let me just jump on to, off that one onto this one. There's a similar sort of train of thought. 
Uh, I'm curious, how many players would you have to remove from Man City's team before it gets to even odds? So I think, as, as you kind of alluded to, 11 v 10 from the start, City are still going to be pretty big favourites, I'd have thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. think maybe... 11 v 9? I think 11 v 8, where the other bookies would probably make a slight favourite. Uh, I, I think, yeah, I think the tipping point is 11 9. I think 11 8... Surely we'd be favourites. I mean, that's just this is seven v ten outfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think if we were going for me personally, if we were going into this game and it was eleven v nine, I'd be thinking we've got a real chance. Yeah, if it was eleven v ten, I'd be thinking yes. You know, I suppose the thing is, if let's say the game kicks off and for no reason at all, Jack Grealish goes, you know, two footed in on (laughs) on Johnny, you're going to get sent off. Mm. Would you still feel confident then? I feel more confident. See, I, I think that's I think that's an important distinction because they'd have to change on the fly. I think if you uh, yeah, if they yeah. go into the game knowing yeah. they only have ten players, I think they'd set up a, a like they'd probably just mm. you know play like a three three two or something three three two is that yeah three four two. No. So what you're saying three, four, is basically two. we need a mass brawl in the first second of the game <laughs> where two of their players get sent off for Ed Button, Jack Robinson, who yeah. somehow gets away with it. <laughs> hey, we, we've got some we've got some players, so why don't we need Hecking Bottom to repeat his trick from uh, the Forest playoff semi where he just like yes. slams yeah, yeah, the yeah. ball into Pep's chest or something. That'd be fun. Yeah, and getting to kick the you know the fourth official thing out and stuff like that, and get Warnock back for this one. In fact, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, eleven, 11 v ten, mate. I think that I think that would nudge it closer to evens. Definitely, I, I still would pick Man City uh, if I was yeah. putting money on it. But yeah, um, do, you, do you have any others? This is ridiculous, but excellent. Manchester City players are forced to play in Doc Martin's jeans and a Parker coat. Every player. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never played football in uh, Doc Martins. Have you, have you any experience? Well, I've tried to run, not Doc Martins, but I've tried to run in in sort of big shoes before. You know, where, where you're not supposed to run in, just like when I'm running for a bus, and it's it's difficult. And I'd like to know <laughs> how much would that actually, you know what I mean? Like Kyle Walker, would he be as fast sprinting trying to sprint past Max Lowe if he's in jeans? It's got it's got to <laughs> weigh on the legs a bit, hasn't it? You know, they always going about like the heavy Wembley and the big turf coat as well. Park. If it's a hot day, oh, they've oh, got to yeah. wear the Parker coat. It's going to be, you know, it could could tire them out of it. Oh, we, we'd do them if they were dressed up like that, I think. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> so what is yeah. this? Uh, heavy shoes, jeans and, and a big big coat. Yeah, the reason I said that, I was going to go for the Manchester look, if you know what I mean, the Liam Gallagher look. But then I thought Adidas trainers might swing it in their favour. So. That's true, yeah. I'm just, I'm just looking at their team. Like, this, you know, there's some, some warm weather players here, isn't there? They're not looking at like... Yeah. You know, Edison, for example, is from Brazil. He might be like, "God, it's really freezing here at Wembley today. Twenty-five degrees on him." I've got to my Parker on. What's his hood up? I love it. Um, I did think. Uh, what about if you could only have players born in uh, UK and Ireland playing? But mm. it's actually still a really good team for Man yeah, City. Yeah. Uh, be Carson in goal, Walker, John Stones, Rico Lewis, and an unnamed youngster in defence. Rico Lewis, by the way, should have been in my team. I forgot about him, but yeah, sorry. Which one, the uh, non? Do you know the team where if uh, anyone who's not played at a World Cup, yeah, that, yeah. They, that should have been. Sorry, I forgot about him. And then midfield: Calvin Phillips, Jack Grealish, Phil Foden, and Cole Palmer. Oh no! What? <laughs> <Just> like, that... <laughs> you need, uh, we obviously wouldn't be able to play our best player, um, Illiman and Jai. Uh, oh, Anel. Or Anel, yeah. So we'd have to start Basham, I think. So, or Berger. Or Berger, yeah. I, yeah, so 
<clears throat> I, I think uh, I think City would still be heavy favourites in that case. Um, I was also thinking, like, what if you have to start at least five players who are thirty and over? Oh yeah, that's a good one. But then Man City could just plug the team with Carson Walker, Gundogan, De Bruyne, and Mares. So. Yeah, <laughs> forget that one as well. They'd still be yeah. very heavy favourites, I think. Um, how many footballs need to be on the pitch to make it an even contest? Two is definitely no. Like two is, yeah. if anything, Man City would presumably be even higher favourites with two. A hundred? <laughs> Through a hundred balls. Chaos, wasn't it? Yeah. But it depends. Are they pl- if they plan for it, you imagine like obviously Pep widely regarded as the best coach in the world. Mm. Sure, come up with some sort of plan <laughs> with the hundred ball rule <laughs> that you just invented. <laughs> what about? I've just thought of this one. What about if Man City have to play Arsenal three hours before? Yeah, I wondered about something like this, and then it's down to them to uh, pick their team. Yeah, obviously they've got two great sides. Whatever they pick, it's going to be uh-huh. a great side. They might play the reserves anyway with the fixtures they've got, but three hours before they're playing Arsenal in a in a crunch league game. I like this one. I, I I think this might be the the best one in terms of getting it closer to even mm. a fair fight. Because yeah, you, you're basically guaranteeing that it's a second string Man City team, which is still you know better than. You could go team. off and off. I mean, I don't know. It depends on. I don't think they would though with the with the league. Yeah, this by the way, on a, on a more serious point, we probably want Man City to win every game up until now, so they're still in this title race. Mm. Yeah, um, because if Arsenal go seven or eight in front and it's game over, they may may as well concentrate on the cup, I suppose. When uh, do you know off the top of your head because they play? Is it Bayern in the Champions League? Is that? Is that yeah, play Bayern on the Wednesday. But is that the second? Yeah, it's leg? The second leg. Interesting. Yeah, so in we, Germany. So we ideally want them to maybe draw the first leg so that they have to go all out for the second leg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't want them to win by four or five or anything like that. Yeah. Either draw or win one nil or even lose. You know, mm. that'd be great. It'd be good if they went through, I think, as well, because it's another competition they've got to think about. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good one. If they had to play on the same, like, play the same day, I wonder if mm. you could have someone that like just plays ten minutes, and then you know, if they come on for like ten minutes against Arsenal, and then you know they're on the bench against. Well, us like, to be fair, I reckon like in his peak, Basham could have probably played both ninety minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, what about if every Sheffield United goal counts double? Will we score? Well, yeah, but then you might only need one to win the game in 90 minutes. That's saying, basically, then, do you think we're only going to lose 1-0 or by one goal, I suppose? Yeah, I guess so. But then if we score two, which is unlikely... but then I that... think City'd still be favourites with that, because I think if... Yeah. I've looked at this, but I imagine the biggest sort of bet, you know, like in the, the, the lowest odds will be something like 4-0, so... Yeah. No, you're right, yeah. What about... So how many... How much of a goal head start would it need to be before you you think it's you know fifty fifty? I think three <laughs> nil. Really I, I think if we went in with a three nil aggregate lead, I still think. I mean, you imagine this. Imagine if it's the League Cup for. I know it's a different because it's different venues and stuff. But imagine we'd won somehow the first leg at Bramall Lane three nil. Then we were going to their ground because although Wembley's not their ground, they're obviously more used to it. Mm. Would you still be confident about us going through? Mm, no. I've seen Man City go two 0 down. Villa, the last game of last season, when they went two 0 down, we were about twenty minutes to go, and they still won three two. Because they can just blow you away within ten fifteen minutes of football. I think the difference is if if you know you've got that 
lead in the bank. Like, I, if we if we start with a two goal head start, do do I think we could defend a two goal lead for nine minutes? I, I think we possibly could in terms of. You know, you pick a team appropriately. You you play with an attitude of like this ball is not going in play. Like, you know, as soon as it goes yeah. out, I'm basically you know doing my shoes and, and <laughs> whatever. Um, well, I'm just looking by the way. The most uh, the lowest odds in terms of the correct score is three nil Man City. So that's eight to one. Okay, so yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I I I think a two goal head start. I think that that gets it closer to. Evens, I reckon. Four mm, nils only nine to one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. If you fancy four uh, nil United, by the way, uh, it's not oh even on the, uh, you can't even do it because it's not. <laughs> you have to request a bet. <laughs> what about if it would go straight to pens? This is my last one. I thought about this, and I still think they'll win because of our penalty record. <laughs> yeah, I know that's what, what I mentioned. If you want to finish on this, who would you? Bet, let's say everyone's fit and Donald McAtee can't play. Who's your five penalty takers for the semi final? Mm, let's have a look. Uh, Got to bring Billy Sharp on, I think. Yeah, Sharp. <laughs> Norwood. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Imagine Os- that. Osborne. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think I got Burger and Die. Yeah, sorry, I, I forgot about and Die. Yeah, yeah, Burger, Burger I and Die. Yeah, Ellen said I'm not sure. I'd let JLT take a penalty. I'm serious. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, just, just this. I, I don't know. Anel, Anel's got good technique. Maybe he could be a good, good at penalties. I'm not sure. I imagine he's confident enough to say it one. I'm going to call this now. Anel's Anel screams missed penalty to me. Do you think? Yeah. yeah. Well, I that's all right then. Another one. I hope we don't get the opportunity to see it. Yeah, he's least like to take. He gets a sudden death, and you're like, oh no, not him. See, I, I just, I just think back to the. Um, the shootout with uh, with Huddersfield, Huddersfield, yeah. When all those absolute idiots managed to bury their penalties, and our, <laughs> yeah. And our specialist Neil Collins drilling it in down the middle, yeah. <laughs> and the, the buggers we brought on to take him kept missing him. So I, I don't know. This summer game, we've mentioned it. I don't know if we mentioned it on here before. I've talked to you privately about it. But why did Chris? Why were Chris Porter not in the first five penalties? I think he came off, didn't he? Or did he come on? He, play, he played. He took about the, like the eighth one or something like that. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Unbelievable! Yeah, King himself. <laughs> no, yeah, King I think the, the three I'd sort of like worried about is I imagine Wes missing because he's a goalie, and mm. I just don't see it. And he's rubbish at kicking. <laughs> <laughs> and Max Lowe looks like someone who's going to miss. Not nothing to do with his ability. Just has that the face of someone who's going to miss a penalty in a big game. Yeah, yeah. And I think I want more say... Bernie taking one. Even even like new revitalised McBurney. Yeah, that that would be. I would yeah. be worried. I imagine Cooler Barley missing actually. Mm. Well, yeah, so, hopefully anyway. this is no, not no, a problem no, we no, have. Let's we'll get to that because we'll have done really well. But <laughs> that's true. Yeah, um, that was good. I, I, those are all the ones I've got. Uh, yeah, I think this the one you said about the no. Uh, the, playing the same day against Arsenal, I think that's probably the best one. The I like I like the no World Cup one as well. I think that'd mm. be that'd be a, that'd be good to see. Um, yeah, my <laughs> intention there was not to be like there's almost no point playing this game. Everyone now we're going to buy tickets as you can be like, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll put the blade on and I thought I'm not bothered. Because jumping out on sale, yeah, I'm not with that. It's all about the day out. You never know, you know. We never know when we're going to get this opportunity again to go to Wembley. So. Exactly, that's the whole and point I'm... of this. I'm not saying we're not going to win. I'm not saying we've got no chance. I'm saying bookmakers are giving us very, very outside yes. chance. 
how could we tilt that into uh, not an advantage, but yeah, 50-50 more likely. And on um, the ticket situation, by the way, for that, obviously a lot of complaints. Was it 6th of April? Is, it, is that right? next Thursday, yeah, a week tomorrow. Which I, at first, were thinking, well, that's not nothing to do with us. And then I found out Man City are selling theirs today, so it's, it is bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. If, I, it is bizarre. I don't know if it's something like Man City have got their own like ticketing app or something like that, so... Is it all? Is this true? You you definitely need a printer as well. It does sound like you need to print at home. Yeah, as in you yeah, can't. I've got a, print, um... a printer for you. Print stuff out these days. Yeah, I know. I don't I'm, even I'm... know how to work one anymore. I've I've got one here in my room, but I hate it. I'm like on the verge of throwing it away because it never works. Yeah, um... I was the same in mine about three years, and I, I genuinely kicked it to be honest. And that were it. And yeah, I, 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 when, a lot of relief actually. <laughs> when I say throw it away, I do mean like literally throw it out the window. Like yeah, and, and watch yeah. it well, smash to pieces. I told you that story about that guy, didn't I? Because his laptop weren't working, so he took it outside and shot it eight times. And and you said he felt the angels sing after. And I complete, I'm completely, completely with him with that. Picked a bad time to have a drink of water. Yeah, I bought my train tickets anyway, so I can't wait, mate. You know, forget all the how unlikely it is that we win, how unlikely it is that we win. It's yeah, should be should be a good good old day out, I think, and. Yeah, pressure-free game. I, I I really enjoyed the the whole semi-final. Obviously, it helped mm. with how the game went, but it was it was the most I'd enjoyed a build-up to a game at Wembley because it was pressure off. We were the outsiders. It, you know, it wasn't the end of the season if you lost, uh, unlike the playoff finals always are. Um, so yeah, I'll be the same as this one. Everyone's I'll be... gonna go into this realistically. I I, you might get them all, you know, ten or eleven fans or whatever going. I fancies, you know. I just think it's, you know what I mean, but. Mm. Every, the rest of us are going to go saying, let's just enjoy this. Um, and if we get beat, which we're probably going to, no one's going to think, no one outside of Sheffield United is going to think about this game ever again unless we win. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, maybe Sheffield Wednesday fans will think about it. But uh, Well, they've got their own problems, haven't they, at the moment? Uh, yeah, that's been yeah. a, an interesting international break in League One so far. Yeah. Um, Point off about those idiots, right, mate? <laughs> let's uh, let's finish up there. We'll obviously uh, talk again after the Norwich game. Yeah, league football returns in a couple of days. Hopefully, the Blades can get at least a point on their travels. Maybe maybe Warnock will do as a favour as well. Is that a Sweel Borough in it? Yeah, I do fancy him because obviously Warnock is exactly. I mean, I know why he does it. It's all mind games, but I can write. This ain't going to define our season, lads. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I'm not expecting a. Uh, I'm not expecting blood, much. Though. Yeah, ex, ex Borough. That is true. That is true, yeah. Um, uh, but I do, like I said, I would not be surprised if, if Middlesbrough go above us at some point. But I don't think that, with this game in hand, it doesn't mean that, you know, he's still in our hands and everything. And we've, like you say, the running is not the best you could ask for, but he's up there. Not yeah. Because we're playing a lot of teams who probably are not going to have nothing to play for. Indeed. Well, hopefully not above us at five o'clock on Saturday, uh, assuming they play at three o'clock as well. So, yeah, yeah, just three points bonus at the moment with that game in hand. Um, right, mate. Uh, anything you wanna you wanna plug for finish up? No, I'll get the view from Norwich out uh, tomorrow morning. Um, yeah, we've recorded a new mainly episode. Long story, but Liam's going to America um, nice. in, a, in, a, in, a, in about a month. So, which what we're trying to do is record loads of episodes. So when he goes, he's going for like three weeks. So when he goes, we can still keep putting episodes out rather than having a big three week gap. So we're, nice. we're sort of planning ahead. So we're trying to. Get in as many before you know before he goes as possible. Then they will be released to the uh, grateful public. Yeah. Wow, that's very organised, um, isn't it? Yeah, I've got something coming to the pinch. I think tomorrow. Oh yeah, this is brilliant. There, so is it in four parts or? 
I think it's going to be in four parts. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll not spoil it. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait for yeah. wait for it to land in people's inboxes. But um, yeah, it's, it's one of those. I was like, oh, this is a great idea, and then I started doing it. It's like, yeah, this is a really, really large idea. <laughs> so um, yeah. it's been fun to work on, though. And uh, yeah, obviously, I've enjoyed because obviously you've asked me not for advice. Sorry, you've asked me for uh, input. This... Yeah, input. Yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think what to say without giving it away. And um, <laughs> I were really so I'm get. I'm going to think of doing sort of something, well, my own version of it anyway, once you've uh, yeah got yours out of the way. Aye. So, uh, yeah, I think that's coming out tomorrow. I'm going to send it off to Sam uh, later today. So I think that'll be out in people's inboxes tomorrow. That is uh, the pinch. Go and, go and subscribe to that if you don't already because you get a uh, twice-weekly dose of some excellent Blaze writing uh, yeah. and something from me I went, as well. I, I had loads to catch up on, actually. And, uh, I went through them all at work because this is the kind of worker I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was reading through them all. Yeah, some fantastic articles recently. Yeah, yeah, really have been. Right, mate, let's uh, let's wrap up there. That is uh, a view from Norwich as well, presumably on the way. Yeah, uh, that'll be out tomorrow, yeah. Top man, that is... Uh, I can't speak. Roy's viewfrom.com. And uh, you, you can follow you at Panchero on Twitter and me at BladesPod. Uh, yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, thanks very much for your time, mate. Glad, glad you're doing well and... Uh, uh, family's doing well as well and um yeah we'll we'll catch up after that Norwich game yep excellent mate thanks a lot